Honestly, Jimmy, you should check out this album because fucking um, Travis Scott was like a, a producer before becoming a rapper. Uh-huh. So like for most of his, well, pretty much all of his albums, there's like a heavy uh, focus on like the production side as well. It sounds really good. And uh, yeah, that whole album is like pretty much like each song transitions to the other, kind of like old school records would mm-hmm. and like... Yeah, like that. Do they song do skits has like in the middle of it? No skits on oh. the album, but it's just like just fucking super impressive the way it's all put together and like each track pretty much has like at least a beat switch up in it. Um he does like he works on all of his vocals himself. Like he's pretty much found his voice and how he wants it to sound, so then he just fucking coasts off that shit. That's fucking sick. I gotta yeah. check that out for sure. Yeah, yeah. Seeing that bitch live. Shout Actually out. live from the studio, by the way. I'm Jimmy Seleski. Mary Glazer. Good to see you. <laughs> We're not live. <laughs> As We're not live. usual. Her request. Hit you with a big fucking ice cream birthday present, dude. Dude, thank you for that. That was fucking nice. Fucking went and got nice rainbow sprinkles. Never too old for rainbow sprinkles Never if you're Eric old, Glazer. <laughs> I fucking... There's an ice cream truck that rolls by my house like every day. Do-do-do-do-do. And he'll like fucking... He'll literally stop like in front of our house and like be like, Is he coming out? <laughs> Do I have a customer today? <laughs> <laughs> like and no kids, just you running <laughs> yeah. down the block. Fucking outrunning really? all the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I got my own money, bitch. <laughs> ah, Every time I hear that shit, like I'll be like, "Shit, do I have cash on me?" <laughs> shit, no, I, I literally don't. play that song like mid-set now, dude. I can't stop playing that ice cream truck song, dude. Are Nobody ever likes it. Nobody ever likes it. Everybody's like, "What song is this?" Dude? Why do I want ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, I got my ice cream fixed for like the year. I think I got the double scoop, cookies and cream. Butter pecan, the classy and the sassy. She ice cream girl really liked that one, dude. She's yeah, a big dude. Fan, dude. Yeah, like the seventeen-year-old ice cream <laughs> counter girl <laughs> loved that. <laughs> I just got a classic single scoop vanilla cone with some rainbow sprinkles. I realize I've never been a cone guy. I'm not a big cone I guy. Love cones. Cones are just so like reminiscent of like me growing up. <laughs> I used to have like ice cream cones on deck. My mom would like them too, and I'd be like, "Ooh, I'm gonna sneak a cone real quick." Yeah, and dude, honestly, the cone's the best part of it. Dude, I might have to I disagree. Just fucking, I smash all the ice cream in the cone, a little tiny scoop on top, and then I just smash the cone. I think the whipped cream's the best part, and uh, not many people go for whipped cream these days. Whipped cream is kind of falling out of fashion, I think. Whipped cream, I'll take it or leave it. Usually, leave it. <sighs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. I was uh, handing out free advice at Baskin Robbins all day, but she didn't listen, dude. <laughs> I almost told that little seven-year-old girl how to get rid of a brain freeze. <laughs> all the way out, there's <laughs> this little girl by the door drinking a milkshake, smacking the fuck out of her forehead. I know. Like, that's <laughs> like, not how you do just it. Just not understanding what a brain freeze <laughs> is yet. Just My like, brain is frozen. <laughs> My Why? brain is rock solid. Treating it like a fucking old school TV trying to get a signal and shit. <laughs> Jimmy was, I had to like stop Jimmy. He was about to be like, hey little girl, just get your tongue and I was like, we gotta go. <laughs> but like, You're 26, I, you could not be doing this right now. <laughs> I just feel, I get so much anxiety just speaking to children now. It's so weird. Like when those two girls walked in, like those two little girls, I like held the door. I was like, you guys going in? As they were going in. <laughs> Hey, after you, after you two young women, <laughs> held the dad's door for like, him. dude, you better really fucking like ice cream. Why are you here? <laughs> like, we dude, saw I you can't. guys walk past and then try to open the door for my dog. <laughs> yeah. What is this all about? It's like, dude, I came here for a soda, but I'm staying for the ladies. Oh, <laughs> 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 fucking Baskin got soda, got ice cream. All need, if Baskin starts selling cigs, dude, I'm there. I'm fucking there, dude. <laughs> Fucking mint chocolate chip cigs. <laughs> Sassy with the oh, classy. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't smoke in here. 
You sell them here. You can't smoke them in here. What, are you going to tell me I can't eat my ice cream in here, too? <laughs> Sir, we don't even sell cigarettes here. <laughs> oh, now you're going to tell me you don't sell cigarettes? Oh, I was one of the 31 flavors. Menthol, cookies and cream. <laughs> American spirit. <laughs> It's all natural one. Right? America's really going downhill. I tell you, you can't even smoke in a Baskin Robbins anymore, dude. Really ruining the ice cream industry. <laughs> mm. Oh, shit. This podcast is brought to you by Diet Mountain Dew. I found a surprise Mountain Dew in my fridge. Don't know how I got there. I think you got that like the last time we were here. I did. I yeah, did. Yeah. I Good did. thing, too. I know. I know. Because I crushed my other. We spent like three hours watching Conor McGregor highlights, which got me pumped. And then we watched Khabib highlights, which got me sad. I <laughs> 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 yeah, got happy with some Norm MacDonald highlights. Yeah, dude. Norm MacDonald's a fucking wild card, dude. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love that dude. He's so fucking funny. Some people don't like him. And I don't get it. I like him because, like, he's a he's a comics comic. He's like, uh, I don't use the term gonzo very often. In fact, I still don't quite know what it means. Yeah, it's like a Muppet, isn't it? Yeah, I think Gonzo's the name of a Muppet. Yeah. That's one definition. Back in the day. <laughs> That's one definition. <laughs> cleared one off the oh, books. Definition. Webster. <laughs> definition number two, there was definitely a category of porn in the early 2000s called yeah. Gonzo porn. I remember seeing those uh, like clips, and I'd be like, I mean, I guess I'll check it out. I don't yeah. know what it means. Gonzo. I just thought it meant fat ass. Kiss? I thought Gonzo <laughs> meant fat ass. Is that a synonym for big old titties? She's <laughs> <laughs> got kind of a gonzo body. I can get down with that. Apparently, it's like a journalism journalism term. It's a, it, it, I think it's a journalism that you insert yourself into the story, which works perfectly for porn, I guess. It's like every backroom casting couch video. Dude, backroom casting is gonzo. Wow. Never thought about that. That's gonzo shit, dude. Damn. I feel like any POV porn. I bet I think any porn is gonzo technically if you're counting yourself as being inserted into the porn. Well, you self gonzo yourself. Unless <laughs> you want self gonzo. <laughs> self gonzo. <laughs> I insert myself into every porn story. Yeah, dude. I'm I'm gonzo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's three definitions. It's a post gonzo world. We're living in, dude. <laughs> Nobody inserts themselves in the stories, dude. I realize that I I like I've really I've gotten so lazy with porn that I've just I've gone almost fully into just compilations now. I just don't know how to I don't know how to really? mediate my time anymore. I don't know how to I don't know how to I don't have time. <laughs> I don't have time. I, I don't fucking time. Don't have time to pick out the video, so I just, <laughs> I just up like a shotgun splatter. Yeah, exactly. Different ones. Exactly, dude. Like if you're watching, if you're watching YouTube, you want to see, you want to see like seven full fights in a row. You want to see fucking KOs back to back to back. Bow, bow, <laughs> bow, bow. bow. Jimmy, Jimmy's actually talking about jerking out the fight combo. <laughs> I thought that's what we were taking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he was jacking off the entire time we watched all three of those highlight reels. <laughs> Connor, Khabib, and Norm. <laughs> I always feel weird because I, I habitually just have my hands down my pants when I'm sitting at the computer. And people just always roll up to the studio and my hands are just down my pants and I feel like they think I'm jerking off. But like I and then feel they look at your screen and you're just obviously watching like Joe Rogan. Like, <laughs> yeah. huh. Interesting. Exactly. <laughs> Cause like I when I see them walking in, my first move is to take my hands and my pants abruptly. That's guilty. It, I know. And then I start like moving my computer screen around. <laughs> like, dude, this is more incriminating. Like <laughs> But I guess, like, what I should be doing is immediately clicking on porn so they don't think I'm jerking <laughs> off the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> that's what I should be doing. <laughs> they walk in, like, yeah, I walked in, Jimmy was jerking off, but that's not the worst of it. <laughs> jerking <laughs> off the Joe Rogan, talking about DMT for the 80th time. He really likes that shit. <laughs> Joe Rogan DMT Gonzo. comps, dude. <laughs> inserting myself in the story. Dude, they're inserting themselves into your story. That's true. Podcast. They're being gonzo, dude. Like, dude. You're getting they, gonzoed. I feel like the podcast is the ultimate form of gonzo journalism. Because True. every week we take our fucking relatively eventless lives and then make a story out of it. And then people pretend they're sitting here listening to it with us. Exactly. Hey, and thanks for coming through. Thanks, thanks for guys. hanging out, y'all. Thanks, guys. <laughs> we fixed the mics this week for anybody listening. 
Ooh, mm-hmm. big shout out. Yeah, I talked to uh, I talked to Henry today. He came through. We went to Szechuan House. I got Szechuan pork. I figured it was their specialty. Yeah, and uh, I said it was gonna be spicy. Szechuan House has a very bad metric on spiciness because I feel like all restaurants do because they don't want to like blast out fucking average white people. Exactly. But the thing is, I got. Okay, so I like spicy food. I think I like spicy food. I love spicy food. I like Indian food. I like spicy stuff. But Szechuan House, you get something. They they, they measure off a little chili peppers next to it. So if it has no peppers next to it, it's not spicy. If it has one pepper next to it, it's apparently spicy. But nothing that has one pepper next to it is actually spicy. So one time I got jalapeno beef, and it had two peppers next to it. The (laughs) only item on the menu that had two peppers. And I was thinking, like, dude, there's no fucking way. This is going to be spicy because one pepper, it, I can't even taste any spice. Dude, I could not, I couldn't eat. It was literally, it was literally just sliced jalapenos. Just just that. It was just sliced jalapenos cooked and then like a couple shreds of beef. Yeah, that and sounds it, good though. Dude, it was, it w- had potential to be good if they put anything else in it. <laughs> but they didn't. They were just like, they were like, it's two peppers. I was like, oh <laughs> shit, there's a lot more than two in this bitch. Dude. This is a <laughs> this lot of peppers. peppers. This is 100% peppers. But uh, I called up the loan officer today to describe my, uh, Henry was like, uh, yeah, you know, like, I'm not really the person that you're going to want to talk to about financials for the house and stuff because, like, you know, it's none of my business. I was like, dude, Henry, we've known each other since seventh grade. You know I'm a piece of shit. Like, I'm not, <laughs> like, this isn't going to come as a surprise to you when I have a less than modest income. And uh, so I talked to this dude at his team. And, dude, there is no more, like, way to feel like a joke than when you're describing your financials to a guy who just clearly makes more money than you. Yeah, yeah. And he's, like, trying to hide his opinion of how much of a joke you are. <laughs> and so he's like, he's like, so how long have you been self-employed? And I'm like, oh, about a year and a half. And he's like, ooh, yeah, we're looking for two years of uh, self-employment. And I was, and he was like, well, what do your tax returns say? I was like, oh, my tax returns only shown six months. And he was like, oh, hmm. Well, how much did you make? And I was like, after deductions, and I was just uh, like, I was like, I don't know. I think I made like seventeen before, but then I just deducted like a whole bunch of stuff, and then I don't think I showed like anything. And he was like, hmm. And I could just sense over the phone that he was just like, dude, you're a fucking clown. <laughs> <laughs> you are a clown. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was just like, uh, just as a curveball way to save it, I was like, but uh, I was thinking about uh, maybe involving my brother. I think we were gonna apply together. He's like, oh, great. What does he do? And I was like. He's a waiter. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) Add a nice steakhouse. (laughs) It's like, oh, I'm listening. Yeah, that's the first time I ever tried to like talk up my brother. I was like, well, it's uh, it's downtown. (laughs) He works downtown. (laughs) You know, all those big buildings. (laughs) (laughs) He works in a very big building down there. (laughs) (laughs) It's around him. (laughs) All he's gotta do is catch it. Just go and find it. But uh. Yeah, but I mean, that's his job. Henry said, look, they're in the business of making loans, so they'll make it work. And I'm like, dude, I wish this was fucking 2008 when they just give a loan to anybody. For real, right? They could just be like, dude. dude I would have like eight houses by now. I know, dude. <laughs> me too. Me too. Dude, we should have gotten houses when we were in high school. I know. That's when it was really <laughs> popping, dude. That's when it was really popping. <laughs> Those were the fucking days. What was I thinking when I was 15 years old? <laughs> what was I fucking thinking? Like, fucking not jerking off to compilations like a, <laughs> like a know, schmuck. I, that's why. If I would have just let, spent less time finding good porn and just jerked now. on the fucking compilations, I would have way more time to explore the market, <laughs> get my bread up, <laughs> open up a savings account today. And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm going to open up a savings account. And the guy was like, all right. He's like, wait, you don't have one? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, well, I haven't uh, actually saved any money (laughs) until now. So (laughs) I figured now would be the time to do it. And I was like, what's what's the difference? He was like, "Uh, one is uh, checking. And that's like where you can like, you know... (laughs) He's explaining <laughs> bank accounts to you. Yeah. It's like, he just like has and he just like reset the names. Uh, yeah, there's so there's a savings. That's where you keep the money. I'm like, hold on, go back, go backtrack. <laughs> we mean by saving the money. <laughs> you explain that concept to me. He's like, yeah, you you get the money and you just keep it. 
<laughs> You're like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Hold up. Tell me. <laughs> Hold up. But then how do I spend it, dude? <laughs> so that's a checking account. <laughs> so I mean, you're telling me more up my when alley. I run out of stuff in my checking account, I check my savings and then I fucking spend out of there. And he's like, I was like, so if I put a fucking if I'm buying a house soon and I'm like in there in the same outfit I'm in there right now, like gym shorts and a t-shirt, yeah, he's yeah. like, oh yeah, you buying, you buying a house soon? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, actually, I think, I think I am. I hope so. <laughs> I think I might. <laughs> With and that's another help. thing I was meaning to tell you guys about. I have great credit. I have a $6,000 limit. He's like, houses are $180,000. I was like, oh, okay, damn. So I fucking go in there and I'm like, so I'm going to start the savings account, but probably in like two months, I'm just going to have to take everything out of it to put a down payment on a house. So does that make sense? And he was like, no, but I can still open one for you. <laughs> I was like, okay, sure. He was like, it's always good to have, good for discipline. I was like, Dude, all right, whatever, bro, whatever. What the fuck ever. So now I have a savings account. Hell yeah. Dude, fucking level up. They dude. recommend this, my, the savings account. He, he was like, the savings account I think works best for you is our relationship savings account. I was like, dude, I broke up with my girlfriend in February. So <laughs> <laughs> what does this mean? He was like, oh, that's just what we call it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why do you call that this? <laughs> I literally I literally saw, I, before, last night online, I was like studying through the accounts and I saw like relationship savings accounts. I was like, it's not for me. It's not for me. <laughs> you guys like, have a got something for you. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I've never even heard of that. I don't know. I, he was just like, that's just what we recommend for, for people in your, like, level. And I was like, oh, okay. But what's the what's the significance of having one of those opposed to a regular savings account? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue. Just took this dude's word on it. Yeah, dude, he works at a bank. He knows more than me. Yeah, I guess. He's like, that's just what we call it. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, dude, fine. I'll open up a relationship savings. So I put some money in there and uh shouldn't be taking it out. <laughs> oh, I've been saving it so far. <laughs> I know I'm getting some interest on it, getting that point. Dude, savings accounts, there's literally no point to it when you think about it. Because you get like dividends at the end of the year or whatever, but, but it's here's like the thing. very minuscule. Somebody explain this to me. And this is something, this is where I think separates the boys from the men when it comes to financials. And this is when I realized my family has permanently resided on the... The boys. The, the boys. We are the lower side of middle class. And there's one reason why. Because we never discovered investing. Mm. We never invested. Because yeah. when you think about it, a savings account, currently, the average annual percent yield on a savings account is 0.08%. That means for every... $100 you put in a savings account. Make sure I'm saying this right. 8%. For yeah. every $100 you put in a savings account, you accrue 8 cents over the course of a year. Yeah. Now the rate of inflation averages out to like sometimes 2 to 3% annually. Mm -hmm. So that means if you're keeping money in a savings account, you're losing money. You're losing money. Yeah, yeah. You're losing money. So I was like, so basically what you're saying is the only way to Make sure that the money that you have saved or that make sure that you the money that you have accrued is keeping up with the the current rate of the economy is by investing. I guess. Right? Yes. Yeah. But I mean I guess that's why people invest in property and other financial things. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know invest, know. dude. My fucking I'm I have idiot a, when that comes to that shit. Yeah, dude, I, I don't know how that I mean, no, no, nobody in my family's ever told me to do it. You know? I've I've just listened to my mom and some of this like the things that I actually have done like I uh, I set up a um, I don't think it's a four hundred one k but it's like one of those uh, accounts I have like an account like with an IRA Scott retirement account? or whatever yeah. yeah yeah so like I have like uh, I think I put like five k in yeah. And I was like, oh, man, I don't have that anymore. <laughs> yeah, you can't touch it until you're like 80. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, I guess it's working for me. Like, they're, it's like in a bunch, it's diversified in a bunch of like different stocks or whatever that I chose. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, as those accrue, it'll stay in that account. And I still need to set up the function where it reinvests the stuff that I've made into other things. Yes, you do. Um... 
But also at the same time, I'm like, yo, mom, but what do I do, though? (laughs) (laughs) I still have no idea what any of that shit does. (laughs) Little financial advice for anybody that cares. I put, last year, on a whim, I put $1,000 into a retirement account, a Roth IRA. Yeah, oh, that's what I got. Yeah, a Roth IRA. Now, there's two different types of IRAs. There is the standard IRA. There's the boy one. The boy one? And the men's one. (laughs) And... In the standard IRA, you contribute to the account, the retirement account. Uh, by the way, I think it stands for individual retirement account. So mm-hmm. it's good for like self-employed people, people that don't have 401ks of their jobs. You put it in there, and I think there's a maximum of $5,500 per year that you can contribute. Mm-hmm. And oh, I completely lost my train of thought. Oh, you get to deduct on your taxes each year your con- contributions to your IRA. However, when you pull out of your IRA, when the time comes, when it matures, which I think you, have to, I think you can't pull out of it until you're like 59 and a half years old yeah. or something, you get taxed on it at that point. Now, a Roth IRA, you don't get to deduct your contributions at the time that you contribute, but you don't, so you get taxed on, even though you didn't mm. use it, you put it in an account, but yeah, you yeah. don't get taxed on it when you pull out when you're like 60 yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, dude, if I'm not in a higher tax bracket when I'm 60 than when I'm 23, I'm fucked anyway. Yeah. I'm gonna need that money, yeah, you know? Yeah. So like, I was just like, why would I pay, why would I pay, like, like evade 10% taxes now if when I'm like 60, I'll probably be like a billionaire, so I'll just like avoid all that shit and just not pay my f- whatever the fuck tax rate will be in 2060, probably like 98%. I don't even fucking know <laughs> yeah. what the fuck direction we're going. But like, I went with that. And I checked it. I just put $1,000 in a year ago. I checked it last night. It's up to 1,092. Hey. 10% yield right there, dude. Did the math? Way more than a savings dude, account, dude. 10% yield. I did the math. If that If it keeps compounding 10% return every year, by 2060, It'll be sixty thousand bucks. There you go. It's a thousand bucks right there into sixty thousand bucks. And that's then, what you got to be doing. And then you can live off that for one year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It'll be worth and nothing at that fucked. point. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Should not have lived the last fifty years of my life off of a decision I made when I was twenty-three years old. <laughs> that was a bad move. I thought I would have grown up, but I'm just fifty-nine and a half. <laughs> and I think that's the point of like continually investing into that mm-hmm. because it'll keep working for you and you know you got to spend money to make money it's true um but also at the same time i would kind of like that money right now <laughs> i know dude i feel like you could, every every now <laughs> and then i'll just fucked. think back on that thousand bucks i'm like ooh, i can really use that thousand bucks right now yeah. that'd be awesome but i just did it because i felt like jealous of my other friends that did it and then like not jealous but i was like I like felt mad that nobody ever told me to do it. I was like, I don't know, nobody told me to do this. This is bullshit. So I did it, even though all my other friends that did it make like astronomically more money than me and like can actually afford to do it. But I was just like, well, I got a retirement account too. Yeah. You know, I'm probably never gonna retire at this rate. No, I would have liked that money. Yeah. I like. I uh, yeah no. My mom was like, "You just got to do this." I'm like, "All right." You like, got a good right, mom, well, dude. Bye bye, <laughs> bye bye, money. <laughs> Peace. See ya. Fucking <laughs> like taking all. Should have just invested in Bitcoin when that was hot, dude. I should have invested in that shit when I heard about it in high school and it was twenty bucks, and I wouldn't have had to worry about money. I know. See, that's the thing that that's annoying about Bitcoin is like. The way, because I, I was, I kind of talked about this with Henry today because we were looking at houses and he was like, so one of the houses that we're looking at is on Clear Spring, right at like right under the city line, uh-huh. North Baltimore, like almost Selling house. It for Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. And it's going for 189000 And he was like, well, let me check the last selling price. And the last time it sold was in 2007 for 289000 Ooh, right at the bubble. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, this sold at the peak of the market when they were just bidding against themselves. And I was like, ooh, that's a cool expression. So basically, you could sell a house for any price because everybody thought that property value was just going to keep on going up. But it's like, it's so crazy how humans work that it's like, why do we not understand the concept that shit just can't keep going up forever? Like, that was the whole thing when I saw with Bitcoin is like, dude, if you're talking about a stock market, if you're talking about a stock bubble, once everybody knows about it, it's about to pop. 
Yeah. Like, the average kid who has a job at fucking, like, some marketing agency fresh out of college is not an investment expert. So if you just graduated from college and you just caught wind of this great investment opportunity, chances are you're late to the fucking bus. Chances are you're not going to experience any of the growth that all the people... Because basically the whole concept of how stocks work, the way I gathered it, is like the more... Especially with Bitcoin, because it's not like a real value. It's like based off of like... I mean, neither is dollars, but whatever. But like the more people talk it up, the more valuable it becomes. Yeah. So as, But it reaches like a, a critical mass and then it just goes down so it's like i guess i would just like see all these people investing and i was like dude i don't fucking know unless you got into that shit in like 2015 like right before everybody started talking about i feel like it was just like what's the fucking point and i don't even know if i don't even know if cryptocurrency i don't know what's going to happen with that i don't know if it's going to become like the main thing of transaction because right now it's literally just a commodity right i mean some online marketplaces take it as a currency but also it's such a volatile thing that people don't really want to take it anymore yeah like it was all good when it was going up but now it's you know it's petered out evened out a little bit and now people are like uh, i don't know well that's the whole thing about the the concept of the the technical term is called arbitration i think which is the trading of currencies for as a form of investment and so the old form of that was like basically like monitoring exchange rates between countries and like moving all your money to like euros and then waiting for the dollar to plummet and then trade and then trading it back for dollars and then waiting for dollars to go back and that's how people would make money but the whole concept of that is like bitcoin itself is a currency so yeah. you're investing in another currency but the only way that you're going to make money off of it is when you trade it back into the other currency. So like when people say like, oh, one Bitcoin is worth $2,000, that's kind of like an oxymoron to me because it's like Bitcoin, it's like nobody's sitting there going like, oh, $2,000 is worth one Bitcoin. Like the only way you're going to extract value from it is when you get that fucking Bitcoin back in the form of 2000 bucks. So as long as we maintain that mentality then eventually bitcoin is going to lose value because nobody's act because the actual the actual value of bitcoin as a trading commodity you know what i'm saying is anything i'm yeah, saying making no, sense the like actual it. value of it as a trading commodity is not anywhere close to 2000 bucks it's just the assumed value but once once the hype goes down it's just going to go down to its actual value again unless it takes over and then all of a sudden it's fucking great I don't fucking know anything. I have a savings account, guys. I'm a fucking expert. So. <laughs> You're an expert now, dude. <laughs> fucking, a relationship savings fucking account. Fucking modern Peter, Peter Schiff over here. <laughs> fucking Milton Friedman on this podcast. <laughs> Tax the rich. Whatever. I don't fucking know. Something. I'm not rich. I don't care if I, they get taxed. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Tax, I don't care what they do. Just don't tax me so much. I don't fucking... Yeah, hey, oh. I need that money. <laughs> yeah, dude. Don't tax my ass. I need, that. <laughs> need that ass. <laughs> Did you watch the uh, governor debate? No, I've heard some things about it, though. Yeah, me neither. I was actually kind of hoping you did. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping to lead you back into it. <laughs> That's when I go. Okay. Matter of fact, I did. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and big, big stuff. <laughs> Let's just keep going like we watched it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so can you believe? So All right. So, you know, things started off. It was pretty, you know. Pretty what you'd pretty, expect. Pretty cordial, you know. Uh -huh. they, they exchanged pleasantries. You know, they're up on podiums, mm -hmm, I assume. Mm -hmm. Talking. Uh, talking. They had a moderator. Yeah, um, obviously. Yeah, mm -hmm. As you do in debates mm -hmm. and such. Uh, it was a debate, correct? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, good. It was a debate. Um, and, uh, you know, I think it was, you know, Hogan was talking for a while. But then Ben Jealous. But then Star Ben Jealous just came in. Yeah. He came in and he took to he took Hogan to task. He, t he took him to task. You know? He's a little <laughs> task rabbit over there, <laughs> hopping around. <laughs> and uh, and I think the real question that all of us Maryland citizens are asking right now is, where who, who actually watched it? <laughs> <laughs> and where can we find it? <laughs> what channel is it on? Yeah, I don't have, a, I don't have it cable. On? 
Was it on the W net? Was it on CW? What what channel? Is it I on CNBC? <laughs> I feel like we should have been able to find it on YouTube. <laughs> I tried to find it. I can find anything else on YouTube. I can find a video of me making a flashlight on YouTube, <laughs> but I cannot find the fucking Maryland 2018 governor's debate on YouTube. <laughs> Is Can't, it really not on there? I don't think so. I looked oh, for shit. it. I don't think it's on there. I don't think did it's you on see, there. Um, did you see uh, Trump had that speech at the UN today? Yes, I and, heard um, about it. Again, I did not see it. I watched the first minute of it to see if everyone laughed at him, and indeed they did. <laughs> they did. <laughs> the, he said, like, two words, and then the place laughed, and he was like, I didn't expect that response <laughs> in his classic quick wit, and then they all laughed again, and then I was like, all right, I'm not smart enough to watch this. And I, yeah, closed it. <laughs> I don't know. I just, like, I just like I was watching it. I, I was... I. So my we don't have cable at the house and so our only options are like TV shows from 1924 or Netflix Netflix or The View for some reason The View The View The 24/7 View <laughs> Network The View, <laughs> the View <laughs> channel <laughs> It's like an auxiliary channel it's like channel 23-4 yeah. <laughs> What Why do we get this but I can't get Monday night football 24 hours of whoopee <laughs> laughing maniacally and Barbara Walters be like I can't believe it <laughs> Oh my god Oh my god it's just watching like postmenopausal women just having the worst opinions on everything and I just can't fucking stand I feel like Bill Burr watching it, and I'm just like I'm just sitting there, and it's it just like drinking my coffee at like 12:30 noon. <laughs> I'm just like these guys got to get it together. <laughs> these guys got to do something. But it's just like, and then and then it cuts to the local news, and uh, it's just so fucking like to me. I'm sorry. To me, it's so blatantly spun at this point. That like I can't even like literally what, they the just view? play. <laughs> well, obviously the view. <laughs> obviously the view is not a neutral zone. Uh, but even like local news like CBS News, it might have been it might have been national news. I think it was national news. But like they play like a two second clip, and then it just immediately cuts to this news anchor one, and the president posting in front of world leaders. Blah, 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 and just, they just like they just every fucking thing is the worst fucking thing. That it's like, I almost can't even. I I I haven't taken it seriously for a while. I don't know. That's like every single news network, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's all they of them. Just, well, because it got turned into like 24/7 news, so now everything is a talking point, even down to like, uh, you know, like Ben Jealous. Uh, I, okay, so <laughs> <laughs> I like Ben Jealous. He's a, he seems like a nice guy. I saw him speak at Morgan when Chappelle came to do the talk with him. Cause they're like god brothers or something and they grew up together and you know mm -hmm. seems like a great guy um but it was funny i saw like this hogan ad like attacking him on facebook because every day now i just see hogan ads on my facebook feed and i'm like i didn't even like this guy on facebook why am i seeing this <laughs> shit like i just i want to see his big dumb face every day like <laughs> you know i applaud him for overcoming cancer but yeah, nice job, at the man. end of the day are you taxing me? <laughs> I feel like you're taxing me, bro. <laughs> and um but like the Hogan ad was like attacking Ben Jealous and they like they took one clip from him on like a talking heads interview on like NBC or some shit where they literally just have him be like and I don't give a crap and then it's like <laughs> Ben Jealous doesn't give a crap. Larry Hogan gives a crap. <laughs> Vote for Larry Hogan in 2018 elections. It's like, is this really what political ads have become? Dude, like, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like, at least just let, like, play out the whole clip. Because I'm sure it's like, I don't give a crap if, you know, uh, you say I'm a bad guy for wanting legal weed or some bullshit. Like, <laughs> legal right. weed. <laughs> he doesn't give a crap. Yeah, it, it's it's silly. I actually played a campaign event for uh, a Republican County, Baltimore County executive candidate, Al Redmer. He seems like a very nice guy. He knew my dad, uh, laughingly. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Your dad got UN trumped, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, I played I played the event with Mike Manos, which is always a fucking trip. Uh, and uh, after the show, I'm like, hey. He was like, hey, you guys did a great job. Thank you so much for doing this. And I was like, hey, you know my dad, Tony Sliss? He was like, 
That's your dad? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was like, actually, yes, it is. <laughs> actually, now that you mention it, it is. That is my father. That is my father. That is half of my genetics. He raised me. Having it half of me right now. <laughs> <laughs> and Irene Selesky. Oh, <laughs> you got the oh double laugh, dude. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Irene. You're their kid. <laughs> the oh, two of them had so a child, and it's you. <laughs> And you're playing at this event for me (laughs) while your dad is currently running for Baltimore County Executive. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. That is all correct. It's all correct. All right. You have my check. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) This is coming directly out of your campaign fund. Yes. My dad put me up to this. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Yeah, this shit's all, it's all, it's all ludicrous. It's all just stupid and I just don't want to care about any of it the thing that really <laughs> like, has I just me don't give a shit about anything the thing political. that is beyond me right now and it, look it's always a touchy subject uh whenever you talk about it but i just feel as if like with the whole like kavanaugh thing that's going on right now you familiar with that <laughs> yeah you got you got fucking facebook memed by floyd into thinking uh, <laughs> like people are just throwing rape allegations out. Well, the thing is, is like, it's not like if I'm just looking at it, if I take a step back and I'm just watching it, watching how this whole thing happens. And so you have a guy who's nominated. I never heard of him before. I feel like most people had never heard of him before. Oh, he was yeah, brought no. to the national spotlight. Still don't know who he is. Exactly. He's just a fucking lawyer who's been doing a bunch of shit. He worked in the Clinton administration or something. I don't know, Bush administration. One of the things. He did some stuff, and then he's nominated in 2018 for this thing. And he gets this hearing, and they're all blah, blah, blah. And then right before he's about to be nominated, out of the blue, out of nowhere, just saying, this is this is kind of what happened, all of a sudden, there is a sexual misconduct allegation that took place in the mid-'80s. Now, that, that, that age of them has nothing to do with it. People say things like, oh, it was 17, blah, blah, blah. That has nothing to do with it. But it's just like, does it not strike anybody as mildly odd that at the timing of how all this stuff happens? And then so you have this, you have this allegation that comes out, and there's little to no... First of all, again, this, this, is, the, this is the shitty thing, in my opinion, about these type of allegations these types of allegations because an accusation is so damning in so many ways that like, first of all, we we mentioned it before, it's almost like considered uncouth to even question it. But at the same time, it's like, well, literally we kind of exist in a time where I almost feel like these allegations have been weaponized in a way. Like when you, when you throw out some misconduct allegation from 36 years ago, at the exact time when he's about to be nominated as a way to derail the nomination process, which in my, what other reason would it have had? Why didn't it happen last year, the year before, the year before that? And then you, it's just like, to me, I feel like that's at least strange. Would you not uh, consider that kind of strange? Questionable? Now, now I know what you're all thinking right now. Uh, you came to live from the studio for the political discourse. <laughs> you came to us to hear the truths that you won't hear on the Daily Show. <laughs> the fucking uh, political sphere. And you came to the straight facts of live from the studio. Facts. <laughs> been all facts. Two right college dropouts <laughs> in a garage trying to tell you political. Look, I'm not <laughs> dropping. I know, but I'm just saying. I know, like, I'm not dropping facts. I'm dropping an honest opinion that I feel like is a legitimate opinion. Like, why is it that these things, like, I just feel like all of a sudden, these these things didn't used to happen like this. Like, it wasn't like every other fucking day there was an allegation, allegation, but now I almost I think feel it's like, like... I think it's like the hot button topic or whatever, so anything in that realm is going to be, you know, put under the spotlight. Yeah. And I'm sure in the past, these allegations have come up, but then... I don't think they have. I think this was the first thing that ever came up, and it was something about like being at a party or whatever. And then I saw this article today where I saw like a couple of my former teachers from high school. Um, great guys, by the way. They shared this article about how they examined Brett Kavanaugh's yearbook. Mm-hmm. And in his yearbook, 
they had this on like one of the yearbook pages. They had like on all. I can't believe s- you almost raped that girl. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great summer. Hope this doesn't pop up in thirty six years. <laughs> Fucking, th- there was this thing that said Renata alumni R E N A T E. It was the name of a girl, and mm-hmm. it was written on like the pictures of certain guys in the yearbook. Yeah, and it was kind of implied that they had this joke that all these dudes who had all I guess supposedly bang the same girl in high school had a name for their group of friends they called the Renata alumni Hmm. and I was just thinking back to like and and then I saw like all these people saying like this is the actions of a of a of a predator blah 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 all this stuff and I was just thinking back to like us in high school and just the way that we didn't get ass. Yeah, but also like. <laughs> Thank God. But also like, if we're gonna seriously act here, if we're gonna seriously sit here and act like they were just basically making like these like crude jokes about certain girls, like the same way girls will say shit about guys or whatever, like girls in their yearbooks across their face, fucking douchebag, little dick, blah 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 blah. Everybody does that shit. You're 18 years old. You're in high school, and I just remember like seeing all these teachers being like, "This is this blah 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 blah," and I'm like, "Dude, I was 18 once." And we used to say the most outlandish shit about literally ever, not just girls. We used to make fun of fucking everyone, dude. We used to make fun of fucking handicapped, not not like to their face, but like I'm just being honest. I don't, I don't, I'm not proud of it. But we used to make jokes about literally everyone. And like the, I almost feel like when people talk about these issues, they're like acting like it's not in the same world. That yeah, they're acting like they've been an adult their entire yeah, life. Yeah, it's like, dude, I'm sorry, you were never 18, and we're sitting. At your friend's house and talking about, oh yeah, you heard about her. But also, Lizzie, you never. I remember. uh, I remember being eighteen and not wanting to like sexually assault people too. (laughs) Yeah, but again, again, the 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 thing that that bugged me about it was that they were they were taking this yearbook gag or whatever. Mm. Like, dude, I could read you Mahedi's yearbook writing in my. What Mahedi wrote me in my senior yearbook, I could read that alone in 36 years, and it would disqualify me from every job for the rest of my <laughs> life. Just one entry. Just one entry. And to say that when I'm 50-something years old, like, I was just, like, addressing that as a separate thing from the allegations. The thing, yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. that I'm saying is I still come from a place where, and I know this is a crazy concept now in 2018, I believe in the concept of innocence until proof of guilt and i don't think that the mere circumstantial throwing out of well he says he did she says he did this and then some other people come out and say well i don't remember that and another person comes out and says well i think i might remember that party another person says, i don't remember that party ever happening from 1984 and then all of a sudden i'm supposed to just go oh well i guess because you could the thing is this is a scary thing you could do it to anyone yeah no it's definitely like a modern day, uh, like Salem witch trial scenario. Like yes. it's just, Bingo. it's you know, it's uh, you know, guilty before proven, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But at guilty the, by accusation. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I'm just not smart enough to even be talking about this shit. <laughs> I feel you, dude. I feel you. Look. Also, I haven't read into any of this. I don't really, you know. I don't really care. I, I feel like anyone nominated me. for Supreme Court is just like a death sentence because they're all old as shit. Yeah. They're like basically getting in as like, all right, you did it. You lived long enough. <laughs> this is something that happens for people who live long enough. Have fun for the next six months of your life before you die. <laughs> like I just I I I clearly remember from long ago, ninety episodes ago. But also Let's just say this. Do you want someone who potentially is a shitty person like that making the most extreme rules in our country? Well, but also on the other side of the coin. Do uh, you want... <laughs> I, do you, I was going to make a bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> the other side of that coin would be, do you want to live in a country where anyone can be disqualified for anything by simply getting one person to come out and say this thing happened 35 years ago and then having everybody go, well, I believe it, so he's done. And and this just is just icing on the cake. I, and think, so that, I think 
the like the the main reason why um accusations stick to some people uh more so than others too is just like I don't know. If if Brett Kavanaugh, that's his name, right? If he was like a fucking dope dude. If he, you know, if he just like lived his whole life being an upstanding dude, everyone respected him. Everyone had the highest opinions of him. If this allegation came out, people would just put it to the wayside and be like, no, he would never do that shit. The only reasons it's sticking is because that allegation came up and then people are like, ah, shit, yeah, that guy, I always saw something was off about him. You know what I mean? Yeah, but also at the same time, like, I feel like people go out and, like, for instance, like, a lot of, like, the other woman, um, like, the New Yorker, like, went out and, like, just was, like, calling people up and just basically, like, trying to dig up dirt on They get, like, some other woman to say, like, the, and then all of a sudden they get one person that had, act, like, I guess they found the yearbook. And then this, the he, same woman who, like, signed, there was 64 women that signed, like, a letter, like, um, saying, like, he he's of good character. Like, 64 women. And uh-huh. one of those was that Renata chick. That chick. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. And then, like, now she's out there, like, well, I wasn't aware of that joke that they had, blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, you literally just said he was a good dude. And now, like, you guys were friends all through high school. You signed a letter saying, vouching for his character that he's a good guy. Like, you've known him his entire life, and you said he's a good guy. And you find out about this little fucking joke that they had going on, like, the same shit we would be, like, Ashley Mears or something like that. And now you're going to fucking, like, it just, it, to me, it just seems, I don't know. It just, I don't, I don't fucking like it. And I feel like a lot of it, it's being made into a political weapon. And, and it was almost, to me, it was like, if I'm looking at it, from a timeline, it's like, okay, we get this guy to the hearing. He looks like he's going to get nominated. And then right before he's about to get nominated, boom, bombshell. And then now that derails it, now it's postponed for longer. And it's like anybody who can look at that and not see something sketchy about that, I don't know. To me, it's just like, to me, you have to be living in a world where, like, you're not connecting dots to be able to look at that and be like, oh, well, it's just, it's just coincidence, I guess. I don't know. Just how it goes. I um, mean, it's definitely a thing that was probably like, you know, a fucking uh, dead man switch on him getting the nomination or whatever. Oh, yeah. But at the same, I don't know. Because it's hard, too, because, like, the, what, your fucking, like, brain regenerates whatever, like, the memory part of it every, like, 20 years. Or not 20, but, like, something like 12 or something. So, like, all of your memories that you think you have are all just, like... They're they're almost like made up, yeah. Right, like mm-hmm. if if something that happened to us in elementary school, we don't actually remember it, but we make up the memory in our head as we remember it. Okay. So I don't know. There's something to say with that being like, all right, like this happened forty some years ago for that guy, mm-hmm. and. I think like uh what like he was like belligerently drunk or something and yeah. like it seemed like a high school party hijinks went down in Maryland by the way everyone's Bethesda. trying to remember what happened but then also outside influences of people telling the story like oh yeah I think I do remember it like that or no I don't remember it like that yeah I think I remember having so it's you know it is a he said she said thing but also at the same time. I just see I just see it happening I like I don't, I don't know. I, I'm scared that like like that it could just be done to anyone and I feel like at a certain point there has to be some type of line drawn in the sand of like what is incriminating and what isn't. Because until we draw that line in the sand, then anyone can be incriminated for anything that anyone says. And at that point then basically like we nothing nothing will ever get done because you know, if there's a if there's a Supreme Court nomination or a presidential candidate or this that the other thing, then it's just gonna be, it, it's a, it's another one of those things like you were talking about with the fucking Larry Hogan ad with with Ben Jealous with the clip that says I don't give a crap. Like it's the same type of mentality. Like they're going through shit and taking stuff either out of context or embellishment or anything like that, and they're using it to pose a false image of this other person in order to manipulate, uh, in order to manipulate the voters or anybody who or anybody that they're trying to get over on and to me it's like we can't have this society where it's like 
okay, well, anytime anybody says anything, that disqualifies that person because anybody can say anything. Dude, I'm telling you, like, I don't know. I just don't like it. I don't like it. And it has nothing to do with politics for me. I think I think personally, if you were to ask me, I think a lot of it has to do with uh, the fact that he's Trump. Obviously, almost all of it has to do with the fact that he's Trump's nominee, I would say. That's just my opinion because I feel like anything Donald Trump does is, again, the worst thing fucking ever. Whether you like him or not, it's just like I don't think the guy's done one thing that wasn't made out in the media to be the worst thing ever. And then, of course, Fox News is the opposite, and everything he does is the best thing ever. But it's just like... And I, I like you're right, because they are competing with Internet news sources. Like, these mainstream media platforms, all of them, not just the liberal ones, not just the conservative ones, all of them, in my opinion, have lost their credibility because they are losing the battle to these... I guess, independent or internet platforms that are getting far more views and, and having far more influence. And so they're just in an effort, just like any other TV show or anything like that, they're just constantly trying to make these fucking stories. But they, the difference between a newscast and a television show is that people understand that, it, that an episode of Shameless isn't real. But when these news organizations are doing essentially, in my opinion, kind of the same thing on a lot of different topics, people think that that shit's real. And they think that we're like, falling into like an apocalypse or something like that when in reality it's just like dude it's just we're it's not like none of like none of the shit like the world's not ending none of the shit that like i remember when we like i said 90 episodes ago when when trump was elected and we were sitting here and i was like yeah man I, we were both like yeah i can't wait till i can't wait till everything just settles down and everybody's just over it and we can just go back to just having a president that nobody talks about but it's like and don't get me wrong, Trump definitely adds to it because he just says some ridiculous shit. Yeah. A lot of it's pretty funny, in my opinion. I love watching Trump compilations, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just put that it's out. The other there. thing you beat off to. <laughs> yeah, Trump <laughs> compilations. <laughs> Self gonzo. <laughs> but it's just like, you know, whatever, dude. It's not settling down, and I don't think it's ever gonna settle down. I wouldn't be surprised if next year it was even worse. And I just don't I don't think it's gonna I don't I don't think it's gonna get better until it's not yeah, gonna be better until so. he's out of office, and like, uh, man, it's just like, I just don't care. <laughs> like, I just couldn't fucking. I just like happy shit. <laughs> I like funny shit, and it's just not even funny anymore. It's like <laughs> people just are so like people get so upset with everything he says, mm -hmm. everything everyone else says. It's like I don't know, man. I just wish there were more fucking stories about like, oh, oh and today's final story, a pig <laughs> saves a puppy out of a pond, <laughs> and we have the clip here. And it's like a little pig swimming in the pond, like, <laughs> and there's a puppy like, <laughs> and then the pig like swims over and pushes the puppy out of the pond, and you're like, oh man, that was nice. That's the shit I like. <laughs> That's just what I want to see. I do like that shit, dude. And then... And then you have fucking Facebook. Have you, has this happened to you yet? When you try to share something on Facebook, it'll like before it allows you to share it, it'll pop up this thing and it says like, actually, there this meme has been like debunked. Then it like redirects you to Snopes.com. No, I haven't. Has seen that happened that. to you? No, no. What kind of memes are you sharing, dude? There was okay. So <laughs> <laughs> stuff that's been debunked. <laughs> Floyd's fucking meme. Bunked ass memes, dude. <laughs> fucking debunking memes and shit. Like apparently. Apparently, memes are like, I heard in England, they're like outlawed or something like that. Really? Yeah, you can't <laughs> share like memes anymore because they're like, they're like First the guns, then the knives, now the memes. Dude, once you take away the memes from the people, dude, that's got to be, that's got to be something, dude. That's what that's happened uh, in the Arab Spring. They took the memes away, Gaddafi <laughs> took the memes away. and uh, They did say that that all was caused by outraged, internet video. Dude, they did yeah. say that. Yeah. That was Hillary Clinton's Yeah, it went to Snopes and it said that was true. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it's just like, holy shit, dude. You're taking away that shit. That's the only thing Facebook's good for anymore is memes. Like, remember back in the day, Facebook used to be like you would post like original content. But, and like, I remember like back in the day when I was like a Lycanomics expert and I would be like, well, you can't share something because if you share something, it doesn't show up in the edge ranking as high as an original post. And that's why you, of course, do the... Uh, when you posted your music video for Thunderclub, shouts out Thunderclub, mm. you post the picture and yeah. then you post the link to the video, yeah, right? Yeah. Because it gets way more... Or like a clip of the video, but then a link to 
mm-hmm. the actual full video. Yeah. But Facebook kind of goes in cycles. Cause I remember back when we were in high school, the big thing on Facebook was just liking pages that were like, like basically you would like a page and the page would be like trying to get to the microwave before it reaches zero or something like that. Yeah. And yeah. you would just like a, somebody would make a page. It was like some weird demented form of like pre meme shit. Yeah, and we yeah. would like be like just like making a page that would essentially be a meme. Yeah, yeah. But you would just like the page, and then you'd like check your like page likes, and you just yeah. like like thirteen thousand pages of just like, fucked a goat, and <laughs> you like it, and then you wait to see if anyone unlikes that page, and you're like, ooh. ooh. <laughs> we did that for uh, the only th- well, we we created a group called V4L, which I think is gone now. I think. Yeah, dude. Rest in peace. Or rest in peace, V4L. Unless uh, Sean's still in there, I don't know. Ooh. Who knows? Dude. He might still. If if <laughs> if guys don't count, Sean <laughs> might still be in. <laughs> Sean might still be in. Yeah, I love that guy though. I love Sean Wallstrom too. Such a good boy. It was cool because he deleted me on Facebook, but then he works at this place I used to play at, and we like sat at the bar next to each other and talked for like three hours. And I was like, uh, he was like, we should hang out sometime. And I was like, cool. I was like, oh, by the way, I'm gonna add you on Facebook. He's like, don't, don't add me on Facebook. We should hang out sometime. I was like, all right, fine, Sean. What the fuck ever, Sean? Fucking. Yeah, I mean, in a way, social media has ruined our society. And friendships. But, uh, you know, where else are you going to get those memes? Exactly, dude. The only way you can share a meme, like, you can really tell a lot about a person by the memes they share. In fact, that's how I know most people. Most of the people that influence my life the most I don't talk to at all in daily life, but that's only because I only talk to like my brother and you and like, but like on a daily basis, the only person I talk to on a daily basis is like, I don't know if I talk to anybody on a daily basis anymore. So all of the people I know, I just like know, hey, that guy shares funny memes, <laughs> but I also know like his entire political opinion based off the memes he shares. I know his sense of humor. And I almost feel like it would be weird if I were to ever meet these people in like real life, kind of like internet dating or something like that, <laughs> where it's like, oh, shit, remember that meme you shared? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good meme, boy. <laughs> oh, fucking no, dude. I w- did you watch the uh, Elon Musk podcast? Yeah, That yeah. was good. With Rogo. He that yeah. was I mean he definitely brought up a bunch of shit where I was like, Man, this guy is really smart. Yeah. Like uh talking about like his fix for like LA traffic with like the tunnel system and shit. And he's yeah. like talking about like, yeah, we've built our society in a three D plane but still use two D transportation. Smart. And that's why it's all fucked up. And it's like Damn, that's smart, dude. But that was like, in the 60s, everybody was like, oh, we're going to get rid of that. And in Futurama as well, they all thought we're going to have hover cars. But in reality, we're digging underground. Which, uh, I mean, it could, dude, that would be sick, honestly. That would be cool. It would be cool if you could just take, like, I always thought about, like, what if there was just a road that, like, like, basically, like, beltway exits where, like, you could get to a toll lane and then... Basically, there would just be a whole big thing of tunnels, like 30 tunnels. And you'd be like, are you going to Canton? Are you going to Fells? Are you going to Hamden? Are you going to this? Hop on the tunnel. Go straight there. Pop yeah, out on through. fucking Roland Avenue. Pop yeah, out yeah. on fucking Thames Street. That'd be fucking sick. That'd be sick. But Baltimore doesn't have a fucking uh, subway yet, so I doubt we're getting our fucking we have underground. a subway, but it's like two stops. Yeah, two stops. You want to get from West Baltimore to more West Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got here. You want to get to Penn North to the harbor. <laughs> Can I just take the light rail or the bus? No, you could take the subway, too. <laughs> you could if you want to get killed. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go underground? <laughs> <laughs> no one can hear you scream. <laughs> Underground where the rats rule. <laughs> Dude, the craziest thing about the Elon Musk thing that I thought was the dopest thing when it was he, he was talking about the artificial intelligence and how and this is the thing when Elon Musk talks because like I feel like everybody just kind of looks to him as like the decider of what's going to happen in the future because like well you obviously control the shit like you're obviously <laughs> the inventor. Elon Musk is the and I never understood more why he called his car the Tesla and why he uh. Like or what kind of person Nikola Tesla was because he is this era's Nikola Tesla. Yeah. Nikola Tesla being the guy who invented alternating current, who basically powered New York City and then Chicago and like did all this stuff and like he was this guy that like these big investors like J.P. Morgan got behind and and they and he would just fucking figure shit out 
And he, they, I was like the turn of the century, 1900s or whatever. And now we got this guy, Elon Musk, and he's on the brink of the new shit. And like, like when he was talking about the artificial intelligence, he was saying like when he was talking about the human brain and he was like, well, we all have this animal brain, right? It's our id. It's that, it's that like spinal cortex or whatever. And that controls all of our base things. So we have like our breathing, our heartbeat, our like desire, like hunger, thirst, sex drive, all that shit. And then on top of this, so they call that the animal brain. And then on top of that, we have this cerebral cortex, which actually, and this is what, what kind of blew my mind, was like he was saying the cerebral cortex, which is like your processing, your consciousness, like your logic and all the other things, that actually works for your animal brain, not the other way around. So your animal brain is kind of, is the driver and then it's processed and it accesses the cerebral cortex, which is the logical and kind of like thinking portion of your brain. And then he said that he sees in kind of the way that people are dependent on their phones now, and he was kind of like, when you really think about it, the phone is an extension more now than ever of your consciousness. Like some people, even though it's not a part of you, so much of your life, like you you really do, like you kind of, I don't know how to describe it, but he was basically saying that he sees us being able to merge, like the internet in a way is the collective consciousness it's yeah. all the knowledge it's all the shit that we have collectively in the in the world on one accessible database and he was saying that right now we have access to it through this phone which is a separate entity from our body but eventually it would actually be merged with us like this kind of like part of us like a like a, the same way that the cerebral cortex works for our animal brain so now that we would actually have a, a tertiary a third layer of our brain, which is this access to the collective consciousness, which means we have access to all the knowledge in the world, and we can just, at like, basically, like, mid-conversation, we could access the internet without, or, or whatever the concept of the internet is, without ever having to, like, actually pull out our phone or anything like that. Does that make any sense? Yeah, yeah. That I, shit, I saw that interview. <laughs> that shit blew my fucking mind, because I was like, he's kind of right. Yeah, no. But, like, how are you going to implement that? Like, how do you, what's the first generation of kids... Where we're gonna be like, yo, all the other, like, okay, look, I believe we're gonna do it because who was the first guy who convinced everybody to fucking circumcise their kids? Like, that had to be a hard sell. That had to be a hard sell. Like, how do you yeah. convince everybody, like, oh, you. Everyone's gonna get recirced with a fucking. Computer <laughs> yeah, it's just gonna be another thing you do when you get a kid. Like, oh, and we're also gonna put this thing in their, uh, I don't know, a fucking chip, or I don't know what the fuck it would be. I don't yeah. know what it would be. A fucking Wi Fi router in their head. I don't know. But we're gonna have this thing. I believe probably in the next hundred years, there's going to be some form of way where we could just be talking and be online. And then doze off and just look at porn comps. Yeah, I could be watching <laughs> porn comps right now. <laughs> and then we'd really be saving time. Yeah. Dude. And that's the moral of the story. I think that's a good way to end, dude. <laughs> 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 Fucking, um, I don't know if this is coming out, but. I'm probably going to try to put it out. Like tomorrow or something. Okay. So uh, come through Thursday to the Crown. I'm on Everything Will Be Okay uh, with Friend of the Show, hosted by Chris Hudson, who we should get on. We haven't had him on yet. Yeah, I know true. he's been on Mike's podcast before. Um, but uh, so that'll be fun. I'm on that with uh, a bunch of funny comics. I think Jason Weems is closing that out. Honestly, one of the funniest dudes in Baltimore. If you haven't seen Jason Weems, check him out. Uh, he's been on like America's Got or um, fuck whatever the comic version of that is. Uh, Last Comic Standing. Yeah, he's been on that. Uh, you know, just all around funny ass dude. Good ass jokes. That's his hashtag. Um, and then Friday, I'll be at Motorhouse for the Art of Comedy. Um, hosted by other friend of the show, Ivan Martin. That'll be a good-ass show with good-ass jokes, minus the Jason Weems. He's not on that show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I think sometime in October, I'm going to be at Nottingham's for Sean Savoy's room. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all I want to talk about right now. Jimmy, what do you got, buddy? Uh, let's see. Uh, Hot Moms calendar. Alert. Catch me on Thursday, September 27th. That will be tomorrow night if all goes to plan, but it probably won't. Oh, yeah, probably not. It'll be tonight. <laughs> It'll be tonight, Thursday the 27th. Uh, 
I will be at Tark's Grill. Ooh. From 7 to 10. Not quite happy hour, not quite dinner. Right in the middle. If you find yourself uh, grabbing a bite to eat after happy hour, I will be setting up. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I will um, not be playing yet. I will not be playing yet. <laughs> I I should, I'm scheduled to be playing it, but who knows what time I'll get there. Uh, Wednesday, October 3rd, 6 to 10. Also a little happy hour crossover into dinner. I'll be at the Hard Yacht Cafe in Dundalk. My first appearance at the Hard Yacht Cafe since I totaled my car getting there last time. <laughs> and uh, let's see if I can make it there in one piece this time. That'll Hell be a yeah. big, if you see me there, we're you, doing you all right. Made it. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, October 6th, catch me at a true happy hour. At high tops, playing as a duo with an undisclosed, to be determined sidekick. We'll find out, <laughs> exclusive, and that's all I want. I want to give away right now because that might be all I have. <laughs> <laughs> LFTS podcast across the board. Um, find us on all your favorite podcasting apps. Like, subscribe, comment. Um, uh, fucking. Say what's up to us in the streets. You know what it is. Yeah, we'll say hi. <laughs> and uh, yeah, laughable. That's always a nice little plug to throw in at the end. Yeah. Check out that app. Great podcasting app. Uh, you can find all your favorite people on there. Look at all the podcasts they've been on. It's a big index of podcasts that is searchable through the hosts and the guests of the podcasts. Uh, coming soon to Android, like we've been saying the last two years. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're getting there. They're getting there. <laughs> They're so close. <laughs> they just have, you know, they got to switch some of the zeros with the ones around, get it working <laughs> with the Android from the iOS app. Yeah, it's a um, lot of work. It's a lot of work. There's a lot of fucking Android phones out there they got to test it on. Android might be out of business by the time they finally get it working. That would suck. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll, see. Uh, uh, we'll see you next week, guys. Yeah, rest in peace, Mac Miller. Be-